Hi family and welcome to Word Alive where we are living through God's Word daily. My name is Pastor Brenda and I'm so excited and so thankful that you chose to take the time out to join me today in this new topic that I'm going to be talking about for Word Alive. I believe it's going to be great. I believe Um, We're going to learn something new today, and I believe it's going to be a blessing to someone and help someone, uh, you know, maneuver through everyday life. So I really want to thank you for listening to me again. And once again, just before we start, I want to encourage you to continue to support Word Alive by sharing it with friends and families, sharing it with loved ones. I believe that as we continue to share the Word of God, we're making a difference and we're causing a blessing to occur in someone's life and you can do this by sharing word alive through instagram right now uh, word alive is on instagram at underscore word alive you can find us on instagram and you can continue to share with somebody through that manner Um, you can also look at word alive through spotify word alive is on google um Google Podcasts. You can see Word Alive through Apple and iTunes by typing Word Alive by Pastor Brenda. Um, You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram at Brenda Appia at Brenda.Appia. That's Brenda.Appiah. Or you can also follow me through and get to know more about me in the ministry through Free and Alive Church, which is a great church that I'm a part of. That's Church. And it's amazing what God is doing in our midst. So if you want to know more about myself, if you want to know more about the ministry and Word Alive itself, all these links are available for you to get more information. But I really, really would love to have all of you share this wonderful uh, teachings with your friends and family. And just before we start again, very soon, I'll be releasing Word Alive podcasts, live podcasts, video podcasts. So that's going to be amazing. Soon it'll be on YouTube and also it's going to be on my Instagram page, the second page I have, which is Word Alive at underscore Word Alive. So check out and be ready for that. I believe God is going to do great things and we're going to learn together. But before we start today, let us have a word of prayer and go straight into the Word of God. Father, we thank you, Lord, for another day on Word Alive, and we're praying that, Father, as this word comes forth, let it be an enlightenment to someone's soul. Let it open someone's mind and spirit, O God. I pray that even those, O God, who are undecisive, who do not know their route and the way that they should go, let this word touch them and give them guidance and direction. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening today. The last week, I've been talking about transitions. I've been diving into transitions because it's something that the Lord laid upon my heart to share on Word Alive. Um, And transitions are a big part of life because all of us in our lives, it doesn't matter who we are, it doesn't matter where we're from, it doesn't matter the color of our skin or where we were born, our occupations, whatever we do and whoever we are, we've all gone through some kind of transition. And I spoke the last time that transition comes in several ways and manners. Transition can come in the form of marriage. Transition can come in the form of career. Transition can come in the form of friendship, relationship, leadership, 
anything that you're moving from one place to another. Um, transition is actually the process or the period of changing from a state or a condition to another. So in other words, transition can be a passage, a move, transformation, conversion. It's just you're crossing over basically. And we are about to transition actually very soon from 2018 to 2019. And there are a lot of things that are going to shift in our lives. There are a lot of things that God is going to do in the next year for us that some of the things we are not aware of, some of the things we are aware of, uh, God has ministered that to us and God has spoken that to us, but we have to be ready for those transitions. And I want to give you some things that are in the word of God that can equip us, that can guide us, that can lead us, and that can help us to process smoother into the transition that God has designed for our life. So today I'll be talking about transition but I'll be talking about a specific topic underlying transitions and the topic today is be still be still in the midst of your transition in the midst of my transition and the journey that we're embarking whether it be like I said adulthood marriage friendship relationship ministry um, marriage moving to another country whatever it is that trans in that transition or in the midst of that time period we need to learn how to be still and what is it to be still you know we hear a lot of times that you know when you're going through something just you know be still just meditate just pause you know the world uh worldly um or secular phrases will say you know pause and reflect or secular phrases will be you know just meditate you know live in the moment but the word of god also says that we have to be still we have to know how to rest in god to be still is not to be idle when the when the scriptures and the word of god talks about being still it doesn't say be idle but really and truly what the word of god is saying is that the word of god is saying be still in other words rest in me remain in me rest in me and someone that I love so much in scripture that knew how to be still despite the storm, despite the situation, despite his transition and what he was going through is David. And I spoke about David last week and I highlighted a little bit of information about him, but I love David and I love the way that he went in the process or he went through his relationship with God because he was always able to be still in the midst of storm. He was always able to be still in the midst of circumstances. He was always able to be still in the midst of things that would take place. And David knew how to be still. And we could see that right here, uh, Psalms 46 verse 10. This is David writing in the book of Psalms. And David says in Psalm 46 verse 10, he says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted in the earth. And I believe that as David was writing the Psalms, as David was writing the scripture, he was writing in a sense to, he was writing through revelation of what God had spoken to him. Because if you read the text, it says, be still and know that I am God. So this must be God speaking to David and David writing through the Psalms. And he says, I will be exalted in the earth. 
So God is consulting David. God is speaking to David. God is ministering to David and telling David that, David, in the midst of your transition, in the midst of your circumstance, in the midst of where you're going, what you're going through, the battles you're going through, be still and know that I am God and I will be exalted. Psalms 37, 7 also says, be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way, over the man who carries out evil devices. There are so many scriptures in the Bible about being still and resting in God. And I want to encourage you and tell you that in the midst of your transition, in the midst of you going from one point to another, in the midst of you going from from you know from behind the scenes to the in the front of the scenes in the midst of you going into a new career in the midst of you moving into a new place moving into a new country you know um, transitioning into from singlehood to marriage whatever it may be you need to understand and you need to develop the practice of being still in Christ you need to be still you need to be silent before man and vocal before the Lord and I'm going to touch on that a little bit Exodus 14 14 is another great scripture. It says, The Lord will fight for you. All you must do, will, it, all you have to do is be silent. The Lord will fight for you. Only be silent. This is the ESV version. And there's something that happens in the midst of transition because, because transition is our process of moving from one place to another oftentimes there's a lot of confusion that arises there's a lot of battle that arises sometimes internal battle sometimes external battle sometimes um you know a lot of people may not understand so things will words will be sprung at you things will come up against you so in the midst of that time period when you're going through all of that you need to understand that you need to be silent you need to be still you need to rest in god And it's very important that we understand that as David understood it, because when we do that, we allow God to have his way. When we are still before the Lord, when we are silent before man, but vocal before God, we allow God to really seep in and work in our transition. We allow God to really move in our transition. We allow God to really have his way in our midst. And another scripture that David um, wrote here, in Psalm 62 verse 5 it says for God alone O my soul wait in silence I want you to highlight that portion if you're reading your scripture or if you'll go through your scripture later on Psalm 62 verse 5 says for God alone O my soul wait in silence so this is David speaking to his soul David is speaking to himself. David is declaring over himself. Sometimes in in the midst of your transition, you got to speak to yourself. You got to speak to your spirit. You got to declare. You got to make declaration and speak and say, I will not fret. I will not be worried. I will not be concerned. I will not be confused. I will not be in a place where I'm you know, I'm unstable, but I'm going to be still in the midst of my transition. I'm going to be still and wait for God. And so what David was doing in the scripture in Psalm 62 verse five is that he said, for God alone, oh, my soul, wait in silence. He's speaking to his soul. He's declaring over his soul that I am going to wait in silence. I'm not going to fret. I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to go crazy. I'm not going to lose my mind. I'm not going to develop anxiety or depression in my transition. I'm not going to, you know, worry and get stressed out. But what I'm going to do is speak over my soul and say, wait in silence for my hope is in him. 
So David is not only declaring that he will be still before the Lord, but he's also declaring and professing his hope in God. And that's something that we have to know how to do in transition because sometimes transition can be very, very uh, overwhelming for a lot of people. And that's why a lot of people in the midst of their transition sometimes, you know, have burnout, sometimes gain depression. The, the, the epidemic of depression and anxiety is very high in this generation, in this day and age, and this time. You can see throughout, especially, you know, young adults from ages, let's say 25 to even 40, there's a higher epidemic of depression and anxiety and all these things because there's, we're so anxious especially in the in the chapters that we enter in life in stages of our life we become so anxious and we don't know how to be still we don't know how to be silent we don't know how to wait upon god when we are moving from one place to another and because of that a lot of things develop so if we decide to do what david was doing in the scripture and be still and not be anxious but to have our hope and our trust in god i believe that we will run and move smoothly in our transition so as I said, transition is a state or condition of moving from one state, one place to another. It's a passage. And when you are in transition, this is not a time for you to begin to explain yourself to everybody around you. This is not a time for you to be vocal. This is not a time for you to explain your mind, to explain what God has promised to you in private to public. Um, transition is not a time where you have to speak about the plans of God to everyone for your life. Transition is a time for you to be still and be silent before the Lord. Because a lot of times in transition, many people will question you. Many people will make remarks. Many people will speak or say certain things. Many people will, you know, give their thoughts or their ideas and their suggestions. But you, it's up to you to learn how to be silent and to be still before the Lord. And, you know, just speak to God alone and not continue to speak to man. Because a lot of times when you're in transition, especially for example, uh, marriage from singlehood to uh, marriage or from even not being a mother or a father or a parent to parenthood or planning, you know, your next venture for a business. We like to speak to people and get man's perspective. And sometimes in transition, when you allow a lot of opinions to come in, in your transition, even though God already spoke to you, even though, you know, God has already showed you that this is how it's going to pan out and you keep asking for the opinions of man. Sometimes what that does is that it can create a roadblock in what God is trying to do in your life. So you need to learn how to be more vocal with God and silent with man. This is what David was able to do. And that's why he was able to transition from being a shepherd's boy to a king because he was somebody who was more vocal with God. What does it mean to be vocal with God? That means that you conversate with God, you pray to God, you know, you talk to God. Prayer is not just, you know, uh, speaking in tongues or speaking in the spirit. It's conversating with God, letting God know your thoughts, letting God know your insecurities, letting God know your concerns, letting God know your desires, letting God know that you need his direction, his input and his advice and his counsel throughout what you're going through. You need to be able to talk to him more than you speak to man. You need to be silent with man in your transition stage and you need to be vocal with God. You need to be silent with man and you need to be vocal with God. This is something that David did. And 
as David did this, we could see that God continued to bless David. God continued to elevate David. And that's why we always hear that David was the apple of God's eye because everything that David did in every transition, in every process, in every stage of his kingship, of his life, of his throne, David consulted God. And so because he so trusted God, because every time David was consulting God, it it, it opened up God to it opened up God to see David as someone that he trusted. When you keep speaking to God and you speak to him more than you speak to man, God begins to understand through the scriptures we can see this God begins to see you as someone that values his opinion and values his information more than you value the information of man and so David was more vocal with God than he was with man and that's why God saw David as the apple of his eye and David had many advisors when you read in the scripture David had he was a king and every king especially a king over the nation of Israel you can you must know and you have to know that he had many advisors he had many people who can give him advice give him counsel but his first implication was to receive the counsel of God his first implication was to look to the advice of God so even though he had many advisors and many people around him we can testify through the book of Psalms by reading from Psalms 1 all the way to the end we can see that David was in consistent conversation with God throughout his transition throughout his process throughout his battles and as I said before in transition you'll have a lot of battles you have battles in your mind you'll have external battles outside of you of what people will say of what people will see you as you know of voices you'll have a lot of battles that go on but you need to understand how to be still and vocal with God in the midst of those battles so we know that Psalms is not only prayer and consistent prayer to God through David but we know that it's consistent conversation with God I want to encourage you today if you're listening to me on Word Alive, be consistent in your conversation to God within your transition. Whatever your transition may be, whatever your transition looks like, looks like, be consistent in your conversation with God. Don't cut off some days and don't, you know, this uh dispute that you know what today I can't really express myself to God. Continue to express yourself, your thoughts and your ideas and the things that are in your heart, express them to God in the midst of your transition. And God will lead you. God will continue to direct you. God will continue to show you the way. God will continue to speak to you. God will continue to touch your heart. And it's really important that you and I do this because when we do this, we allow God to work further in our lives. And I want to give you some few pointers here that will help you uh, be still in the presence of God. I want to give you some tips and some pointers and give you the benefits of being silent with man. There are benefits to being silent with man in your transition. There are some good things that will come out of you being silent in your transition. Not everyone needs to know what God is about to do in your life because some people will not be able to handle the transition some people will not will not be able to contain the things that God is about to usher you into. So you need to know how to be silent. And here are seven benefits of being silent with man in the midst of your transition. Number one, you will appear wise and discerning. Proverbs 27, 
Proverbs 27, 28 says that even fools are thought to be wise when they're silent. So Proverbs is even telling us that those who are even not smart, those who are not intelligent, because they are silent, because they're not, they're not speaking much, when people see them or when outsiders see them, they see them as wise because they're not someone who says everything or puts everything, all their information out there. Some of us in the midst of our transition, in the midst of what God is doing, we let all our thoughts, we let all our concerns out there. And to be honest with, we have, if we have to be honest with ourselves, to be honest with ourselves, we know that not all of the concerns and not all of the things that we are saying, some people will take it. Some people will look at it like, why are you sharing all this information out? Not everyone is concerned about it. And so one of the things we have to do is to learn how to be silent to man. It shows that, you know, we are wise and we are discerning when we are silent to man. And I believe that a lot of us struggle with it. I've struggled with it myself, but I continue to pray and ask the Lord that Lord help me to be silent with man and more vocal with you. So that's one benefit to be to being silent. Number one is you will appear wise. You will appear wise and you will appear discerning. Two is you will allow God to work on your behalf. When you are silent with, with man, and vocal with God, you're going to allow God to work on your behalf. Because David was always praying and uh, consulting God and asking God and speaking to God, he allowed God to step in. A lot of us, what we do is that we, instead of allowing God to step in by us speaking to him, we speak to man. We ask more of the opinions of man. We say, what do you think I should do about this? You know, I'm in this place of my life and there's nothing wrong with doing that. But some of us do that consistently instead of asking God first. And we really need to come to the place where we ask God first. We really need to come to the place where we seek God first and allow him to work on our behalf. So being silent with man allows God to work on your behalf and come into your situation. Number three, when you keep what God is doing in your life private, you will see much more manifestation. Some of us talk too much during the transition, and so we don't end up seeing the manifestation of what God has promised in our life. Because a lot of times transition is to take you from one place to another. And I believe that God, when God transitions us, he always transitions us into a greater glory, into a greater place, into greater opportunities, into greatness, into uh, greater blessings. And so because God does that, and we continue to speak about that, sometimes we don't end up seeing the manifestation because we've spoken so much about it. And there's nothing wrong with sharing what God is doing in your life, but you have to be wise and discerning as Proverbs 27, 28 says. And so when we keep what God wants to do in our life in private until we see the manifestation, we can see that things run more smoothly in our transition. Number four is you gain greater insight and perspective from God when you are silent with man. So when we stop talking to man so much and sharing our thoughts and our personal ideas with everyone or what God is doing in our life with everyone or what God has shown us that he will do with us with everyone, we gain greater insight and perspective from God. You know, we allow God 
to show us more. The more that we're silent, the more that we're resting in him, the more that we're trusting him as David did, we gain greater insight and perspective from God. Number five is that one of the benefits of being silent with man is that you can walk in a greater peace of mind. And let me tell you, friends and family, when you're silent with man, when you are not sharing your information or transition with everyone and seeing everything that God has said that he will do in your life, you can walk in a greater peace of mind because there are a lot of opinions that will come in when you begin to share a lot of information. The more that you put out there, the more opinions will come. And not every opinion and advice and counsel is meant to help you in the midst of your transition. So some things you have to keep silent and just pray about it. And do, through doing that, you'll walk in a greater peace of mind. But if you're explaining everything and sharing everything to everyone, what is going to begin to happen is that you're going to have all these thoughts and all these voices, and then you, you get confused. And that's why a lot of us walk around and we're confused because we are sharing everything with everyone. We are putting all this information out there, and now we don't have any peace of mind. And when we consult God first, and when we speak to God more often, we will have a greater sense of peace. We will have a greater sense of security. Amen? So that's number five. Number six is, you gain confidence and strength in God when you are silent with man. You gain confidence and strength in God when you are silent with man. It takes strength to be silent. It takes confidence. You build up your confidence in God. It's easy to, to speak to everyone in transition. It's easy to go out there and share information. It's so easy, but it takes discipline to be silent. It takes discipline to be still in God. It takes discipline to wait upon the Lord. And so if you're able to do that, what you do is you're, be, you're building your confidence. Every time you're silent with man and you're more vocal with God, the more vocal with God you are, you're building your confidence and your trust in God. You're building your strength in God. What David did in the midst of Psalms is that he was building his confidence. The more that he talked to God, the more that he prayed, the more that he sought the face of God, the more that he was silent with man and vocal with God, he was building his confidence in the abilities of God. Because now when you're silent with God and you're silent with man and you're sharing more information with God, you're expecting, you're expecting that God will move on your behalf. And you're placing more demand and more expectation in God, which then builds your confidence in God. So when you are silent with man, you will gain strength and more confidence in God. And the last one is you will protect your mind because it is filtered by God's word. That's number seven. So the last benefit of being, being silent with man and vocal with God is that you will protect your mind because it is filtered by God's word. When you are more vocal with God, God will continue to speak to you. God will continue to reveal to you and more of his word and his will will be deposited in you. And through his word and his will being deposited in you, it will drop into your mind. It will drop into your spirit and you'll, you'll protect your mind that way because there's nothing in God's word that means you for evil. But when you are not silent with God and you are listening to all opinions of man left and right in the midst of uh, in the midst of your transition what happens is that 
you're not protecting your mind because you're opening the gateway to for anyone to speak into your transition and not everyone understands what god is doing in your life so when you're silent you protect your mind you protect your thoughts you protect your vision you protect your dream you protected the dream that god gave you because you're silent about it you're praying about it you're waiting on god about it you're being still before god for it and you're not sharing it with everyone you don't need to share the next move you don't need to share what uh your vision is for 2019 with everyone what you need to do is get in your closet get in your room you know take out a notebook take out an agenda write down the vision make it plain as the bible says write down the vision and make it plain and begin to pray on it and begin to research about it and begin to you know study about it this is all part of your transition and when you do that you protect your mind because the most successful people in life and the most successful people in transition don't allow everything to be said to them because once something is said into your ears people speak to your ears it goes to your mind and it it is planted in your thoughts and once it is planted in your thoughts it can affect your actions your belief and your behavior i'll say that again once something is said to your ears it becomes planted in your thoughts and it affects your actions your belief and your behavior and anything that affects your actions your belief and your behavior will ultimately affect your transition so in order for it not to affect your transition and where God is taking you, protect your mind, protect your thoughts by being silent with man and vocal with God. Friends and family, I'm going to continue this series on transition and we'll be out with a new podcast very soon. But I want to encourage you that through your transition, I said it time and time again through this podcast that you need to be more vocal with God. Get before his presence, pray, seek his face, worship. God is going to help you in the midst of your transition. You are not alone and you are not set aside in this transition. And no matter how shaky, no matter how catastrophic things look around you, God is there for you and God is by your side in this transition. And he's going to lead you to a greater place. He's going to cause you to come through like gold. You're going to be processed through this transition as ugly, as terrible, as catastrophic as things might look. God is going to process you through this transition and you're going to come out as gold. And I'm believing God for that for your life. So I want to encourage you to be silent, to trust in God, and most of all, to continue to live through God's word daily. Thank you for listening to this podcast today. Remain blessed. And until next time, continue to listen to Word Alive. God bless you.